Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Fill her up. You're listening to the Gas Digital Network. Yeah, I know. Because I can't get right. This is cutthroat. This burns as words pop from a snub nose. This Kurt meant skur and I give a fuck mode. Because I can't get right. Because I can't get right. Hey, this is Can't Get Right with uh, me, Kurt Metzger, and my friend Scribelite from uh, Scribelite. Is your channel just Scribelite? Yeah, called? that's all it is. That's like as boring as that. Yeah, and I, I, you really should watch uh, if you like laughing at TEDx talks. <laughs> that's how I discovered it. Was that's that. my specialty? Yeah, yeah, and it's great because Scribelite's like, I, I would say you come off like a very sincere nerd trying to just have an informative TED talk. And then you're like uh, frustrated as it goes on. <laughs> yes. And yeah, then there's a game, they play bingo. Cause I guess these TED, as Scribe has told us previously on the show, these are like marketing seminars basically to sell your new like white fragility phrase. Yeah. Half the time. Yeah. Either a product or, or some new, uh, some new book title. Or like a just long an insane person. Uh, okay. So Sinatra who I don't know. I saw Sinatra's channel and something else. And the reason was, is, you know, when you see an article that you skip over, like, cause you got like, so I, I'd seen a headline about this trend of TikTok Holocaust thing has to end. And I, and I didn't click on it and um, I'm watching a video and I, and so I saw you Sinatra talk, show the clips of the trend of kids give themselves black eyes and pretend they're dead from the Holocaust. <laughs> Oh yeah, they, and then they go. They, they make Hi. themselves up look like goose, goat, goosts, ghosts. Dude, you said the same fucking thing I said when I saw. I'm like, they only know Auschwitz. That's the only camp they've ever heard of. <laughs> That's it. They every single one of them. No Dachau. No. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I was like, that's a hilarious trend. It was like a long time ago, but it made me laugh because like back then, like I really had no idea what TikTok was. You know, we I can't get was, away from it now. Yeah, you. You better not. Um, it's it's uh, you know it's our last bridge to China. I, I, I don't, you don't want to. <laughs> I mean, that's relations fair, are at an all time low, and yeah, uh, it's got a lot of butt cheeks on it, which is fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> so I just came across you guys yesterday when I was flipping around my YouTube's because you have to be watching a Lily Sagan TEDx talk. I know, right? Which. In all the like little YouTube videos, it makes me laugh watching people. I guess Lily Singh started out as a big YouTuber, right? Yeah, that was that, that was the that was the part of the first. Uh, well, when I saw the uh, that uh, that Lily Singh had done a TEDx talk or a TED talk, my first thought was, "Wow, I haven't thought of Lily Singh in at least two years," because it didn't I, even occur to me. I was just why like, "Why wouldn't oh, yeah. you?" Unless you were the paid audience of that studio shoot yeah. over. Yeah, but, but my his what always amazed about her aside from is. You started out bigger than, like you lowered yourself to take the fucking um, Carson Daly slot. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, like that's the Carson Daly slot, which is like a hair above the Byron Allen slot, and and you didn't do as well as Byron Allen. 
And, yeah. and, and she fucking, uh, I, I'm amazed when, to me when people want, because I like now I'm like, oh, I, I missed out on all the good YouTube years, you know, like, because I didn't understand what the fuck it was. It's amazing to watch people that already have a following think, like, get suckered. Like, there's something like, that's my little girl's dream. And I mean, this men too. That's my little dream as a little girl to be on, you know, like, who's dreaming of that, of to be fucking Johnny Carson in this day and age? I don't know, man. This, I've always wanted to do this in some form or another. You could do but, it on this and do better than the Lily Singh show on NBC. Yeah. But it's, it's, I think it was more, uh, I mean, we'll, we'll probably look at the, the clip, but I think it was more like the prestige thing, you know, because yes, I, that, clearly yeah. it's a kind of crypto. And also what I love is when they fundamentally don't understand something, you know, like how Quibi when that came out was the oh, ultimate Quibi. Yeah, yeah. fundamental misunderstanding of the appeal. And, and I, I don't even blame people. people. Even me and Kyle do working on his shit. It's hard to not be super fussy more than you need to be and slowing down because part of the stuff that's good about this is this isn't like overproduced shit that you watch on here. That's what's entertaining. Like, that's why I saw like that Sinatra says of him making fun of that thing. Like, it's just like a real loose without yeah. a lot of like, and that's when you realize how much of the showbiz part is just like extra packaging bullshit that you like kind of don't need. And, I, and it, it's yeah, their attempt to eat it, you know? Yeah, it's it's it, that's that's part of the appeal of some of the uh, or at least so the er, the early days of YouTube channels. The appeal is is that you've got somebody who is oftentimes I mean it depends on the individual, but it's coming across as honest. It's not coming across as produced yes. and corporatized and everything else. That's right. And and so uh, the other problem too is is that these days uh, the, the the rift between like YouTube stardom to television stardom. I think part of the problem was. And this is just my guessing, is that to say that I have credentials or uh, um, a credibility from YouTube, but then to say I can go on to TV, because who ends up on like TV talk shows? People have been in the industry of television, which is a whole different. It's like a Vegas. It's almost like a Vegas for stand-up comedians place to end up is like you. Yeah, I mean, look, look who's on it: Jimmy Fallon, the well, uh, the, all those guys. That's what uh, blows my fucking mind is um, how much I don't don't like, you know, I used to watch Conan a long time ago because I didn't have cable. Mm -hmm. So I would watch late night shit because there was nothing on, you know, years ago. And now I'm like, who the fuck? This is like elevator music now. Yeah. Like, like, who is this for? And it turns out not that many people. It's for like, you know, I, I there's a James Corden crowd. There has to be. Right. Well, presumably. Yeah. I, I don't know who somewhere. they are. Somewhere. <laughs> I worked with people from England that were like, I don't, we don't fucking charisma and, and theater yeah. people love well, a singing, dancing fucking. culture's moved on. Guy I mean, whether they, they want to admit it or not, people's attention spans are now down to, you know, 240 characters and maybe a three minute video on YouTube. Dude, my attention people, span's gone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, pe pe people sitting and watching one thing for an hour, an hour and a half, unless you're stuck in a movie theater and you can't go anywhere. Everybody's got the pause button. Everybody can click over to something else. Our attention spans have been destroyed. Our ability to just take in something and enjoy performance has been destroyed. But that also means that you can make short form content and get a big audience. But that doesn't carry over into your regular network broadcast right deal and so you can't yeah, we'll be above it. it all and be in it you just can't you, you're like that, that's not allowed at all i i yeah. can only think of like Chappelle's the only guy i can think of who could fucking muscle around a corporation 
as one guy, which I, to this yeah. day, I'm like, that's amazing that somebody's able oh, yeah. to do that. Like, no, I can't, anyone else who could really, I guess you could say Rogan, but it's kind of the same deal because he's, they, once they put a lot of money in you as an investment, because you're popular, it don't matter who wants to complain about shit. You know what I mean? Well, you know, the thing is, is like Rogan and Chappelle, they are their own platform. I mean, they, yeah. they are the product. They don't need somebody to back them. They just have to show up. And so that's, so that's what gives Rogan so much power is that like, oh no, the media is against you. Well, he can just do a podcast like anybody else on the planet and everyone will come flocking to him, no matter whether he's using, you know, uh, uh, what is it now, Spotify, or if he goes over to like yes. pod, pod, just like a regular podcast channel. If, if, you went, if you went over to PBS, PBS would have the bonanza and everybody would go there and it wouldn't matter. Yeah. yeah, I remember Rogan talking about this way back when when Anthony Cumia first started uh, live from the compound. Yeah. He had a crazy machine gun guy karaoke and Rogan was like, I want to do that. Yeah, and right. that's that's what started it all. I got yeah. have Ant back on. He He's a good guy. Uh, I just went and did. I just did that show. But um, he, he man, was such an influence on me. Yeah, well, he's a funny dude, man. That show was great when when uh, like in the height of it, you know, like like oh dude when patrice was in it was never not funny mm, yeah, yeah patrice it really was fucking great um so anyway wait so lily's saying uh, yes. you guys were looking at her so she gives a tedx talk a few now a friend of mine andrew schultz i think has given a tedx talk and i haven't gotten around to making fun of him for doing it yet it's probably just a smart <laughs> business decision if i think about why he would do it but i want to watch this one because i want to hear what you, what you guys thought in the out of the gate about it and then mm. I'll tell you things I know. All right, wait. So sure. yeah, play that, will you? The Ted. I mean, Mike, play the Ted. Ted X. Yes. Of the great Lily Singh. It's like when Steve-O became a stand-up and I'll be like, dude, you already like did, like you already did the funniest thing. <laughs> like you're downgrading to stand-up so you understand. All right. So when I was born, on September okay, 26, 1988. Will you pause my it? <laughs> okay. Uh, wh wh why? What is this like bisexual Doctor Who outfit that now so they all have? I, I got two, I got two theories. <laughs> my, my, two, yeah. my two theories on the outfit is either uh, A, that is the pussy hat of suits. Or B, she's cosplaying as Cesar Romero from the 60s Batman show. I think that she's not even gay at all. I think this is yet another. Mm. I'm queer, but I don't <laughs> like eat a plate of pussy. Right, she ain't gonna eat, she ain't gonna prove it to you. Like that, people get ahead with faking that shit because I don't. I don't think that she really is. I I think she just like it's a way to like kind of get like hip hop close to it without getting Aquafina burned. You know, like all right, press play. Grandparents and great grandparents back in India. Didn't find out for two weeks, which is a shame because, I mean, look how perfect I was. <laughs> and it's not because the phone lines were down or because they weren't available. It's because there was a complication with my birth. And that complication was being assigned female at birth. You see, because uh, my mom had been told that if yeah. she gave birth that's to a what daughter... This is? No, 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 that, that's not what this is. Okay. Uh, is this going to have a good punchline? It's not right. This, this no. part... That's the that's the opening move in the uh, peppered pity party of her biography that we're going to get. All right. Is it long? Because I'll play it. But is it... Uh, well, 
here, so, here's something to keep in yes. mind throughout it. She wouldn't be standing on the stage right now if she didn't have the vagina bit. Well, like she wouldn't she be on got... stage. She'd just be another mediocre bodega dude, owner. Dude, uh, no, she would be a YouTube making funny faces chick that are very popular. And they took that show. You know, that's what I'm curious of what she talks about this show. I'm sure it's drivel. But what I uh, what I. What I find fascinating is like you understand they took the thing everyone liked about you and just eliminated it and forced you into a place. It's just like such an an exercise in futility. Like she well, could do very well doing the kind of shit she did on YouTube, which is like, like I said, it's lo-fi. So you you could be like, Ooh. <laughs> I mean, people that. like lo-fi. Think about it. The biggest yes. name in television right now is tucker carlson and it's just a guy sitting there talking well that's because he they he can't get any ads it's it's just his ratings are big on there it's funny how that worked like they purged him of having any ads like like uh, uh he's probably going to prison for treason for russia <laughs> yeah like, I mean, that's how get bad any way they can it's just like uh, I, I don't I, kyle does tucker carlson now by the way he does a really funny impression all right Let's let's just play it. I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt. Maybe this. It wasn't worth phoning home about. After all, she'd already given birth to my older sister, and this time everyone had high hopes that she would do right and have a son. Oh. But she didn't. She mm. had me. Yeah. And so there were no congratulations or Indian sweets sent our way. Just the reality that from the moment I came into this world, I was already a disappointment to so many people. Oh my it's god. It's as if they had a time machine and already knew the trajectory like of my entire life. words are the N words of India. <laughs> end life and decided that I had less to offer. And it sucked. So, why am I telling you this heavy story? After all, I'm supposed to be a funny person. I have the nerve to come out here and hit you right in supposed the field. How be. dare I? Yeah, supposed to be is the opera. I'm telling here. you this because although this is my lived experience, it's uh, also the reality that millions of girls face every hilarious. day across yeah. every culture. And in every country. No. Yeah. And I'm no, telling you, this, yeah. we, we went on this too, because when she said that, we're like, wait, 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 wait a second. It's like, yeah, you, you know, there's a couple of cultures where that's endemic and, you know, individual households might have their own rules or something, but it is not common to immediately devalue a baby because they're born, quote unquote, the wrong gender. Dude, you know who does that the most? Fucking the highborn, fucking upper crust Indians. This, oh, this is what drives me up a wall. Is the, that's why I like uh, the dude on, schultz's show because now i do like that enough indians are broken in that now you you're getting indians that are not saying this dumb shit because you're not black people i, I don't know who, who what generation you could pull that trick where you're like yeah we're like black people basically but you are the white people of all the things better than white people much the way trans women are better than women you are better yeah. than white people it, it's it, not I, even close read, the competition is like close it was some stat from india where it said like if a baby is shown to be female half the time they'll get an abortion just gender-based that's all over asia in general but here's the thing it's not that indians aren't oppressed yeah in india and then here it's by their parents which is what she just told you Mm -hmm. they're oppressed by their fucking parents and it's conservative my cousins are uh, harry krishna they're not indian but my 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 uh, cousin he married a this girl who's from um I don't know, they have like 5,000 religions or something crazy there. And she's from a matriarchal town oh, and geez. she's a brain surgeon. She's like real smart. Yeah. And um, anyway, it's fascinating. The rigidity. If you know people like, I, I don't know, uh, do you have large Indian populations? Do you? Like I, I used to live in Jersey and like around like Woodbridge and stuff. So there's like 
a lot of Gujarati speaking, you know, there's a ton of different kinds of Indian people. Mm-hmm. So she, I don't, I'm not sure what, what she is. Cleveland like. does, but not like that. Well, it's just like, before you talk about the, like, you know, I'm like black people. I want to hear your parents sign an affidavit that yes, we feel we're like black people. I want to hear your fucking parents that didn't want you because you were dickless to tell me about how <laughs> your cornrows are legitimate. All right, pre- all right, sorry, press play. Because being born into this reality set me on a lifetime mission of trying to prove myself and just feel like I was enough. At what, what did I want to be suits? when I grow up? I wanted to be treated equally. Oh, for the love of and God. And I'm not alone in this mission. In fact, us girls, what we desperately oh. want is a seat at the table. How old every- is Lily Motor- Singh? She's young. Any of you know? Uh, well, she says she was born in 1988. <laughs> so whatever that is. It's because <laughs> I'm, I'm bad at math. You know, yeah. it, it is sad to me because she like she had this YouTube thing and just being some goofy chick on YouTube, which is nothing wrong with that. Big following. And now she has to transition into this shit. She has to. She well, don't have know. any choice. What's she going to do? Well, I mean, and, and that's the other thing, too, is that uh, I was just thinking about it. Uh, before she had her show, I didn't even know Lily Singh existed, right? But by that point, she had like tens of millions of uh, subscribers or whatever. And the more I, the more I think about that, it's like how many how many YouTubers have millions of subscribers that I've never heard of before? They're probably countless at this point. Because yeah. if somebody's trying to sell, <clears throat> if the credentials someone's trying to use to get into the bigger world of say broadcast television or something, and you say, "Well, I've got X million number of subscribers." That doesn't mean anything anymore because, you know, Lily Singh's got 15 million subscribers and some channel that's just a close-up of people popping blackheads has 20 million subscribers. So oh. it, it, no, it yeah, right. doesn't mean much anymore. Yeah. No, no. It means a lot of money. It's just you, you lose, like, basically it's like when, before I made stuff with uh, Dunnigan, he, he, I wanted to make stuff with him and just put it on YouTube like a year mm-hmm. before we started doing that. And um, but he had a deal to make a pilot comedy central. And I was like, mm. dude, just back out of it right now. Like, why? What are they gonna add to what you already do? Mm. Like, like what are they gonna I I I'd never seen his Instagrams and my girlfriend showed it to me and I wanted to see more of them. I was like, Oh, this is but I would have paid money to see more. And uh I go, dude, this make a thing. So he went and made this pilot that they cocked up because it's not right. It's like the the freeness and like they dig their grubby corporate fingers all in it. But it, it's not yeah. just that. I mean, that is that there, but it's also you, you've now put a, an air on it that it has to be a thing like you're automatically putting it in a certain kind of box when the beauty of whatever you did was that it was out of the box. Like you bitch, you had your own table. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, you built your own. And- you want to seat at the kids table because you don't know. And that's the sad thing is like all these young people, especially if they got. So she, I mean, it is explaining a lot about her. So she's got low self-esteem from whatever weird fucking. <laughs> well, I mean, she just said it. I still have with. to prove myself. But that could be all of them. That's all the actors in the community. It's just once you figure out, they want to get you young. The the shows, mm-hmm. they they saw her show and the potential that she didn't see because she was yearning to be prom queen in this bullshit. And then they take it's like taking advantage of you because she wasn't ready to do any kind of thing like she was doing. Well, I think other, she? It's some of the other motivation I have to assume, <clears throat> again, I'm just guessing here, but I got to think a lot of it that her her place on NBC was ridden in on the way, uh, winds of uh, Me Too and Time's Up 
and yeah. NBC, yes, NBC it's trying a marketing to show it. move. Yeah, yes. it's, it's 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 a PR thing. It's a marketing thing. So there's a lot of cynicism to go around and and how she ended up there. As far as I, and again, I'm I'm just you know being yeah, and don't get me here. wrong, dude. I'm not saying because there is, but I'm sure there's a lot of sincerity in her head about it. I know it. Do I know so many fun Indian people like and and the the pressure of like you were supposed to be a foot doctor kind of shit that they deal mm-hmm. with is crazy, and so it's like a crippling thing inbuilt in you out of the gate. So, so I'm, I, it's not even like I don't get, can't relate. Like I actually just feel bad for somebody who's like that. She's a pretty girl that had a f- successful thing that now has to dress like fucking, uh, uh, I don't know. I don't even know what to, what to captain kangaroo. To, like captain kangaroo. <laughs> <laughs> and you like, at some point she'll figure it out. Probably, you know, I mean, they're very good homework and she'll figure it out. And I'll be like, oh, because <laughs> I, dude, I, like if I think of the amount of stupid that I was like just in the, you, you're like an idiot to, to go into like any kind of show business, first of all. And the whole thing is hooking you with like that dumb. And I never even had that like that. But even with that, I still was cannot believe how stupid I am to not just understand business and what. And I don't mean it's like even that's so evil. It's just like if you don't understand business and and start to think it's like when you get an award an award show and you start to think the shit's real and not a thing to sell advertising you know mm-hmm. like or like if you let's say a trans swimmer beat beat you by 38 fucking olympic seconds <laughs> and you're right <laughs> yeah and, and do you see the second place girl in that race her statement which i immediately know what this is because she, she was supported she goes and i think it's sad that right wing things have used this as an issue and and winning's not everything and she said that and she's right it's not it's actually the least the thing that you care about and why you're playing that's the least important thing she knew she got consultants a pr person wrote that and they determined that the and correctly the thing that's important is the endorsements like you don't want to win last comic standing if they're shitty as deal you want to get notoriety from last comic standing and get other shit that's the winner Right. She gets that. Remember Greg Luganis, who should be a rich fucking gay hero because he was a champion. And it was just, uh, you know, back in the, the Fauci days of AIDS that people they didn't want to swim in and he didn't get any of the shit. If he came out like 10 years ago, he would be like. Bruce Jenner, he'd have money. He, he could be he could change sexes if he wanted that kind of money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so he got dicked out of that. So she's savvy. And her dad kind of made a little statement, but he. Because they, they got people for that. Because there's no way you compete at that level and aren't thinking of every little goddamn thing. So she made like a smart play, that second place chick. The third place chick can't even keep the sad face off her face. <laughs> like so you, you, think, you think that Lily Singh, so you, you're talking about how, you know, going Lily from, Singh has a starry-eyed dreams, okay? No, not only that, but you're, so you're saying that part of her motive, because I'm trying to, I'm, what, there's two, the, the TEDx talks fall into two categories from a 30,000 foot level. On the one hand, you have an expert standing up there talking about something that they're passionate about and they know something about and they want to share with people. And then on the other hand, you have someone who has some sort of like grudge from 20 years ago and they want to justify <laughs> and rationalize to themselves in the audience that it's bigger than it actually is. And that's yes. what this one came across as. But but so sure. what you're saying so, is, yeah. yeah, so part of it, part of the psychology you're saying is that even though going from YouTube to network is kind of a downgrade in control over your own world, it's the next gain in notoriety that is necessary to, to, to please mom and dad. No, not mom and dad. I think, 
I think she put that in her own head that that's mm. like, you know, just like the brass ring. And you, I don't know, you get taught to think that way easily. Like, like I said, I, I came late to doing any YouTube stuff, like the golden where you made all kinds of money. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Not like, anymore. Those days are gone. <laughs> oh, dude, those days uh, are long gone. I'm like, I write for like actual entertainment. I don't know what the fuck. And now I couldn't even imagine wanting to go. So a friend of mine. I haven't talked to him in a long time, but he was writing for her. He's a funny dude. I, I bet that job was brutal trying to figure out what the fuck to give her to say. Oh, it's been, I feel like I haven't gave, given a, a shout out to these uh, good friends of the show. Yo Kratom in a long time. So let me take a quick break to do it. Yo Kratom. Do you enjoy Kratom? I very famous. I wouldn't say famously. That's wrong. But I, I very publicly enjoy Kratom. And I found it uh, to be pretty great. And I'm over the age of 21. So you better be too. Otherwise, no one's talking to you. So don't make it into a whole thing. But if you do enjoy Kratom, check out YoKratom.com. Our longest running sponsor here at Can't Get Right. They've got a great selection of Kratom. They've got a kilo of it for $60, which, I mean, this just sounds crazy, a kilo, to get it by the kilo. And it's 60 bucks. I mean, it's legal, so... I guess that's why you can get it at a great price like that, but you ain't going to find a price like that at a cigar store. I'll tell you that. They got a variety of strains. I prefer white mangda, as I always say, but uh, the uh, the uh, green's not bad either, and then uh, red's, uh, a lot of people like red. I'm, I'm into a white, but go check out the website, yokratum.com. They got tons of great kratom. Go right now. Get yourself a $60 kilo and tell them Kurt Metzger from Can't Get Right sent you. YoKratom.com. All right, back to the show. And then right. another buddy of mine's a showrunner. He's got a show on Netflix called um, 20-something. It's like a reality show. Like he, he, he works a lot. He's a good showrunner. But they, they'll bring him in because he's like reliable to like when things are in trouble. So they wanted him, they, they wanted him to come in on Lily Singh. This was a few years ago. And um, he goes, all right, listen, if I did this, I want you to come and write on it. And I'm like, dude, first of all, they're going to say no. They're going to Google me and be like, there's no fucking way he could come within five feet of Lily saying. Yeah. Um, and, he, and he goes, I'll worry about that. I'm like, I go, yeah, dude, if you that happens, I will have to go and write for Lily Singh with you. I promise you I'm that confident because what he he didn't want to really do it. So he did the thing of giving the offer that's like, well, if they pay this, I have to do it, mm-hmm. you know, like like and, uh, you know, like how how a successful person would treat cameo. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, so so he uh, they didn't go for it. And then like it later went, they, they have to lean so hard into this shit now at a corporate level. It's amazing. And, and well, I feel bad for her. Like she doesn't know she got validated already on YouTube. And then this is the, like now you're going to be the new white guy. Remember, I mean, can you imagine how proud her parents would be if she became a white guy from <laughs> the ultimate she thing? About- she talks about that a little bit uh, when she gets to talking about the show. She's talking about like, like I, I forget the phrase, like rubbing rubbing elbows with her male counterparts or something like that. And well, the uh, issue is, is they have never been allowed to fail once they sign that contract. Like on YouTube, you see what people like and don't like. If yeah. you put up a video and it gets like twenty thousand views or whatever, you're like, oh shit, this one shit the bed. Then you got like Lily Singh subscribers. I'm just happy. So you she, know, yeah, yeah right. I'm just happy she didn't end up giving Hunter Biden a foot job in a <laughs> hotel. That we know of. 
But I have sympathy for I have to say I have sympathy because I know when I'm looking at somebody who has no fuck like the exact amount of validation to blind you that will happen to anybody like a good comic, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, like or like just like, you know, you watch like Pete Davidson with Kanye West, the the back and forth. Yeah, I don't watch it, but we did a sketch because Kyle does Caitlin doing it. And um, it's like the saddest fucking thing, dude, like watching that back and forth. Like, I, I was like, what the fuck? Like, and in that world, that's normally like, yeah, it's kind of good to get all my shit up like that. That has a following. And it's true. Like people want to follow fucking horrible, dude. It's such an, an yeah. awful for people, mental illness. Yeah. Well, there, there, the thing about Lily Singh, and even though I don't, like I said, prior to a couple of years ago, I never heard of her. The thing I kind of looked at and was thinking about throughout uh, watching this last night and and today for the show here, uh, I can, I, I try to, I think I talked to you Sinatra about this after the show is that, you know, you and I are YouTubers of various stripes. Like I just do it kind of like a glorified hobby. You do it for a living. Right. And Lily Singh started out more or less using the same mechanics that you and I use. And I just think like, w- I hope I don't become like that if I ever became that successful. Because you do that with anything, with movie stars and otherwise. But, you know, it's like, like flying so close to the sun, you forget what the ground felt like underneath you know, your feet. You know how it happens, dude? Is, yeah. um, it's not a thing of being arrogant. It's a thing of low self-esteem. That's what leads you into it the most. Well, that's, yeah. And that's, yeah, that's what I wonder about. It was like watching her is one of those where I'm, I'm watching someone's mind play out. Like, remember that old show Herman's head? Yeah. TEDx has fallen into two things. You either got a college lecture or you've got a Herman's head episode. Those of you out there, the, the Pixar movie insights, that's what I'm talking about, where you're watching someone's mind working on a stage and what they're saying they might think is like all academic. I'm watching her, I'm watching her do extra really? credit homework is what I'm watching. I'm watching her make up her grade with extra credit. Yeah. See, I, I think it's different than all that. It's her mm. being, I'm Lily Singh instead of I'm me. It's mm. her leaning into who she's supposed to be and who she wants. Yeah, that's why to you go to the trouble of doing that. Her brand, you mean? Her yeah. Yes, brand. there you go. The, brand, okay. the, the thing of everybody's a brand is the worst. Even yeah, a no cow... Problem just has a brand like you don't even get to be the cow <laughs> you have to be the inanimate object now it's yeah. fucking madness all right all right but so play your thing because I, I the thing about um the show that's all real quick to. before you move on yeah people can always tell when you're being disingenuous and you're not being yourself right Wed- whether you register it on a conscious or subconscious if you have baseline level, if you have a baseline, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Pe- yeah people can always go oh that that you don't believe that you don't think that way people can always tell yeah um, well, if sometimes they can, then you get a very successful uh, politician or, uh, all right. See, they say, but I know what you mean. No yeah. seat, drag your own seat. I'm sure you've heard this. All right. And so my marching orders were clear. Get a seat <laughs> at this coveted table by any means necessary. There you go. It's like and Harvard. That's been the driving force <laughs> behind my entire career. There you go. Now in 2010, I noticed that no one on YouTube looked like me. You know, there was no self. You were on it. Very loud. And you, you, <laughs> you what? Did you just hear that? Yeah. Oh, There's yeah. no one looks like me on YouTube. Did you say it on YouTube at the time? <laughs> Holy shit! Well, I'm sure, also, there are a lot of tech. Yeah. Tech support. There was you no know, <laughs> South Asian woman who's very loud and uses her hands a lot. Has she not seen any fucking karate movies? Or okay. What? Uh, <laughs> giving her take on the world. There was no me 
in front of a camera. I saw a seat up for grabs, so I got to work and I started a channel under the name Superwoman. Yeah, because although I'm smart enough to do a TED talk, I'm not smart enough、oh. to understand copyright. <laughs> you really don't need to be a genius to be able to do a TED talk. I taught myself how to write. This is TED X or this is this is TED. This is an actual TED, but they posted on the TEDx channel for some reason. Uh, they they do they that got that low of ratings on TED that they. Well, <laughs> it, it's weird because you'll you'll see. I mean, supposedly the classification is you have TED, which is like the official premier. This is where all the professors and the scientists and all the experts show up, and then you have TEDx, which is like, you know, regional stock theater, which goes around, and each town can set up their own TEDx deal and use TEDx's branding for their their thing. And so you have local、right. versus professional. And but for some reason they'll, they'll on the YouTube they'll post. They'll cross post things, and so you really can't tell anymore what the difference is between the two brands. Honestly, um, no, no, it is uh, <laughs> it is uh, homogenized. What do you call homogenized or、yes. evened out? Yeah. Right. Oh my god. Content. By the way, the representation thing of like where you're, it's making you so weak to go. Well, is there anyone that looks like me here? I can't just do it unless I know I'm not taking any chances. <laughs> yeah. The aesthetics,、uh, the, the the aesthetics over overcome merit. Apparently, that's the first consideration. Do that I makes look- me feel bad for it. Like I, I, I、yeah. honestly, I, I have less. Like I'm like, I, like I know so many of these like fucking like homework girls that like, I, I don't know. Maybe I have like a thing for them. All right, press play. And I worked really hard. When I finally got the hang of it, I committed to posting two comedy videos a week, and I found success. With a backward snapback on my head, I gave my take on relationships, pop culture, taboo subjects, and most popularly,、oh. dressed up like my parents. Okay, right there. You see that?、Mm-hmm. So, th- this is what like when I was in China. All the Chinese there was like I told you there was like good Chinese comics that were from China because they get all the streaming and all that stuff. You know, you、mm-hmm. just get a VPN and you can watch whatever you want. And um, so I was surprised how like I was like, oh, like they get it, how to do it. Like I I, I didn't know what I was gonna was gonna be like, but I was. Very surprised, and um, and and the fu- people were funny too. Like, you know, and I was like, "That's hard." Like, I'm not from here, and I la- like I got the jokes. Like, that means they studied. Like, it was interesting. It was, they all love Russell Peters. That was their hero, Russell、mm-hmm. Peters, because Russell Peters, before Russell Peters, you couldn't ever dress up like your. He doesn't dress up, but make fun of your parents or their accent. Oh, so Russell around the world, Saudi Arabia, he he cleans up. Talking shit about like uncles and shit, which you like can't do. That's the oppression they had. It's like family, yeah. And, and so this is like fucking mind blowing. And then you see the how it's going to confuse your sexuality. <laughs> Just、yeah. look like your mom and dad. <laughs> well, I mean, ma- making fun of the taboo, right? Taking, I mean, whatever the culture is, if you take the taboo and you're able to get away with it as、uh, you know the court jester. You change the perspective on you know on because everybody is giggling at that because that's like you're not supposed to say that.、Woo-hoo. Yeah. Now I thought she isn't everybody named Singh a Sikh. I thought that's how that was.、Uh, I believe she was raised Sikh. Yes, I, I did look up、yeah. a little bit on her biography before、um, well, last night before the show, and I believe so. Yes,、uh, I, I don't know what her. You know what that's from? What,、uh, what Sikhism? No, the why they all take the name like a punk band. You take the like the Ramones. They、oh. take the last name of their thing. I have no yeah. idea. To be around the caste system,、oh. it's like you name. It's actually like a nice thing, like why that it's like that. It's like in a,、uh, yeah, it's an interesting thing.、Hmm. Anyway, I was curious because it's very different. Like 
Aziz Ansari, for example, is, uh, I think, Bangladeshi Muslim. And then uh, Kumail, you know, Kumail, he's Pakistani. He's Muslim. Mm-hmm. There's somebody else. There's like all different. Um, th- there's a different set of things, but it's interesting to me, the commonalities, because, OK, that Sikh thing I just said, she still had to deal with that weird caste shit, even mm-hmm. though her whole name's based around eliminating that. <laughs> like, it's a wild. Oh, go ahead, play uh, the... I can't tell you how many times I forgot to wipe that Chester off. A lot of times. (laughs) Now, fast forward to 2015, and I'm on stage in India announcing my first world tour. As fate would have it, the day after this monumental milestone, I was set to fly to Punjab, India, to visit my grandfather for the first time in my adult life. And whew, nothing could have prepared me for what was about to happen. I vividly mm. remember it. I was in the car, driving to his house. He was standing outside. I nervously got out of the car, walked up to him, he walked up to me, he looked me right in the eyes, and he raised his hand and decorated me with a flower garland, oh. a gesture fit for people of importance. <laughs> oh. He then proceeded to welcome me into his home, my mom by my side, and proceeded to show me all he the newspaper clippings he had saved with my name and face on them. Well, that's sweet words, that it's just a family obsessed with status at all costs. That, that seems to me, you know, Apparently. The, yeah, the more that you talk about it, the more like I'm, I'm putting it through that, uh, that sort of like filter of all this stuff. It's like yeah, she, it, if she was raised into this have to uh, show accomplishment in order to gain love, attention, affirmation, et cetera, that explains that that would explain a lot more of uh, the attitude and things as this goes forward in a presentation. Yeah, like this is all everything's like all up front, and then it's it's that fucking you know. That's why I'm like, stop pretending you're fucking black if you're Indian because it's it, you're the homework people. You ain't the fucking like. Remember when Whoopi she she basically said the Holocaust is white on white crime. Right, oh, yeah. that was something, wasn't it? Well, I love it because. She went on Colbert. They had to clear out whoever was going to be on Colbert emergency mm-hmm. and put her on to yep. apologize. And then she like didn't. And the thing is, she's just saying the thing that Colbert is supposed to think. And she Lily Singh supposed to think they're all supposed to think that it's just none of them have read the shit that they supposedly agree with. And it's shocking when you hear it. And when you try yeah. to tell people what's in it, they're like, that's not what it is. It's not about that. And they're like, oh, and then and then they find out why Whoopi just doing the, her homework, basically. <laughs> and uh it's the my, she didn't want to give minority status right to Jews because Jews are a minority, but they fucking are killing it. And and that's there's a bunch of these kind of like minority, you know, that's I guess we hear the model minority idea is like their real hard work ethic. And, uh, you know, I would say in fairness to uh, black people from America, you know, if your culture is based around you didn't get paid, you didn't get your last like 300 paychecks you probably create a different idea towards like, you just do whatever you have to do to get, you know, it probably like how I would start showing up to a job. Culturally speaking, that's a difference, but like they, they want to make uh, the kids. I always, find, I don't know. I find it fascinating. Hari Kondabolo. I remember years ago, we got, we get like an argument, but I, I just remember I was like, Hari, like Indians aren't impressed. This brother was a rapper with Das racist. You remember that? You remember them? No. <laughs> Yeah, like your brother's a rapper. Like you, where you, you grew up in Seattle or San Francisco, someplace Cash expensive. Racist. Yeah, and like, like I, they were like hot for a minute. I remember, uh, uh, but like, dude, 
you're mad basically that like you weren't cool. That's what like Apu, Apu was an upstanding citizen, but yeah. you weren't cool. And I will give this to all Indians of male complaints because they ain't like Canada and England here. For some reason, Indian men are like the most like, oh, you don't even have a dick. Now, I've never even heard a rumor about their dick size. It doesn't even come up. <laughs> yeah. Everybody, that's one, there's a, a, that's one a, way of putting it. it doesn't everyone come has up. a dick rumor. We don't know anything about what they're packing down there. And that's because it's America. <laughs> In England, they know they got all caught up with the measurements and shit. And in Canada, because they're sexual, the men are acknowledged as sexual, possibly cool, you know. And in America, that's what Hari's whole Apu problem was, is like, this isn't getting me laid. And fair enough, oh. but just say that, you know. Okay. Uh, I've never heard rumors about Indians people's sexuality. Well, you comment Sutra. Yeah, who was that's, that's the first thing my mind went to the Kama Sutra. Maceo used to have a joke of like, who's the horniest people on earth or no, who's the, who's the best at sex or something on earth or something like that, which people, people go Puerto Rican, you know, in New York, <laughs> he go, no, y'all the horniest people on earth. He goes, Indians, they wrote the Kama Sutra is funny. Like they have a whole oh, filthy diagram. Definitely the horniest, but I've never heard anything about them sexually. Well, read the like, you don't even Sutra. see Indian women on sexual porn sites. You could, uh, well, you, you, you can find them. I yeah, mean, I can hook yeah. you up if you want to find out. <laughs> no, okay. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> I do like Indian homework girls a little bit. I'm not going to lie. All right. So, uh, but they got to not dress like that. That's the only thing. <laughs> like, it's just for her. Like, be, like, be, what do you want to rebel against your mom while, while you're dressing Words up? Words I had like? never heard a man say before to me. He said that I had done what no one else could have done, and I had named, made the family name proud. Me. Lily, the baby born a girl. That's right. Uh, did they now, even tell you they had a problem with girls? Moment, I truly felt probably like not. she probably just I goes did. with the stereotypes. You know, through my YouTube videos, I've amassed almost 15 million subscribers and 3 oh billion gosh. views. Oh and the God. Indian thing, the see how big a market that is? Like, so much more important mm. than any the, the Carson Daly slot on fucking shitty. I mean, come on. And all of that, I managed to change one view. I if she could just get the grandma. Indian viewership, she'd be fine. I mean, she's a good-looking Indian woman. They start turning and tuning into her and fucking. I India. think she She'll lost weight or something cash. too. See, I think with a thing of like, I'm kind of like probably maybe kind of sort of a lesbian. I think she got like a little heavy probably from the stress. That, that shows a, a disaster on every. I mean, you know, but I, now it's funny. My girlfriend knew because she, she works in Asia. Like, I'm like, oh, it's probably going to be canceled. She's like, it's not going to be. Why would they cancel it? That's the TV Carson died Daly. with Mad TV. That's the that's a car that's a, it died when Artie didn't die. Exactly. <laughs> it <laughs> like, died uh, when Artie's nose deflated. Oh, the, the, sad, the sad thing about this is like she's real estate to the to the so there wouldn't that's she's on forever because like it's like a tax write-off to diversify yeah. that thing. It's like when well, they say affordable housing and it's not going to happen. It's just the thing they put it. In. Yeah, she talks, about the, she talks about the budget later and everything else. I'm like, yeah, the, the, the whole thing was just a PR move. Um, and I don't know why. Maybe she thought it was something else or should have been something else. Or maybe she believed her own press or something. She got but... more in Carson Daly. Well, uh, you want to hear something interesting about, remember when Monique, the comic, was mad about her deal with uh, comedy, uh, Netflix? Yes. Like, like, yes, I remember that, yeah. And it was like, well, you know, Chappelle, Monique... Um, actually, the following Monique has she has like I didn't know this. 
the like the raw number she had that's purely they're like mm, you're monique like from a business standpoint 100 she drew in a huge amount i had no idea i found out from somebody <laughs> later mm-hmm. and um that's the funny thing like monique is not young and the the all the fake diversity that they do they want a nice young plump lily sing and then once she wises up eventually hopefully i mean that superman thing's probably not going to help her get to reality soon but that you see what how what they do because they don't give a fuck about that you're like a tax write-off and mm-hmm. in particular if you're indian you're more advantaged because they don't like in la dude their their politics were fucking like mexicans and weird they're not shit i'm used to being from new york like um they still are have oh that's our servant class you know that's still like in there indian's perfect because it's like rich white people feel very comfortable you well, know? The, other th- the other thing about DEI and diversity in, uh, programs, it doesn't matter what industry you're talking about. And, and this is just my theory after watching so many and listening to so many things about it, is that an, another element to it is if we institute this program, if we have some evidence that we're making an effort, yes. et cetera, we're, we're also- In a lawsuit. Uh, cre- well, we're, well, no, we're creating insulation from lawsuits in the sense that if somebody comes up and says, you, you, you business, you're, you, you didn't hire me. You did this because you're racist, sexist, et cetera. And then they can say, no, wait, look at our robust DEI program that we've had going on for five years. We're not that kind of company. And your argument has no value. Not just that. It also helps preventing all kinds of stuff like a union forming. Mm -hmm. What? What do you need a union? We're we're the, look at this diversity that we're, Oh yeah, you know about about ERGs, employee resource groups, where they divide up the employees into little cliques within the company itself. Yeah, making divisions amongst racial lines, sexual lines, and everything else. My buddy works at Disney and told me all kinds of wild. It's wild things. Oh, I can't even imagine what Disney's doing right now. Uh, Well, it's it's, almost like they're trying to get you ready for that to happen in society. Argue amongst yourselves and don't fucking pay attention to the hand in your pocket. Yeah, that's where we are. I mean, that's where we've we've been from some time. So. I see no reason it's going to be any different. All right, wait. Mm-hmm. So let's get to this budget. I'm sorry to keep interrupting. Okay. But I, uh, I, um, if you want to jump to uh, six minutes and 35 seconds on that video, that's when she starts talking about uh, the show itself. Why I didn't need a boyfriend. I quickly learned that there's an invisible gatekeeper called culture. And the table is smack dab in the middle of it. What's the table? The James Corden table? So, so the, the, t- the table represents the opportunity to be amongst the movers, the shakers, the, uh, you know, the, the, the people in charge of stuff. That's, that's what the table purportedly represents is like, you're not, you're no longer a groundling somewhere. Now you're up here, like actually writing copy. That's where you're at. I wish fucking Patrice was still alive. I, I can imagine. Oh, he'd have Patrice. a field day. Yeah. Oh my god! No, but Patrice wouldn't be mean to her. He would fucking set her straight. No. I'm telling you. Like, I, I really like. Uh, there's so many things I didn't understand until just very recently <laughs> that he told me years ago. That, but I was just dull. And and like I said, I wasn't particularly like ooh Hollywood at all. But even with that, I still. The reason he gave me the talking to, I've already told it on this podcast a lot. But at the roast the last time where I really he gave me a talking to about my wanting to be in fucking show visit was mm-hmm. uh he had made it weird with the writers and i and i was calling I, I told him on the phone and i said something like don't make it like i i don't remember what i said but something like don't do the thing that you always do because <laughs> i didn't want um i wanted to do the roast the next year like jeselnik had done the thing i was doing before and then had moved and i was really into doing them and i like 
you know, the writers are fucking killers on the, the ones I worked on. Those guys are demons. It was amazing. Um, but Patrice never would do them because he thought it was mean that it wasn't the people's loved one. Like, you know, mm-hmm. Charlie, she wanted Richard kind on it and they wouldn't put him on this shit like that. They wouldn't put like our hot pick. Then they got to pick a person who's going to bomb, you know, on purpose, like, like, with right. a plan, you know, yeah. like, uh, then they want to fucking, um, you know, and it's not, nothing that funny. Really, Jeff Ross is the one who kind of turned it into that because he got good at roasting people he didn't know, which is unusual. And so that's what kind of made it move into that. Okay. So I wasn't too good to participate in any of it, by the way. I was like thrilled, you know, and uh, Patrice always refused every time they asked him because he's like, it's too mean. Mm. And he just respected Charlie Sheen for giving the industry the finger so much. He said he'd do it. That's why he did it. Oh, okay. And, uh, Patrice and then, gave this talk in one of the last shows he did on ONA before he got or her, had the stroke, and it was all about Terry Crews and uh, Mel the Gibson. Mel thing? Oh yeah, Belly yeah. of the Beast. Yeah, so he that, it was basically such a that's good talk. That's what he to- kind of like. I think he perf- would re- work on these talks on people. That's what he was getting at with me about, about the Dragon's Mouth and all that shit. And um, hey, let's talk about our new sponsor mypod.com i don't know if you use vape uh the nicotine rather than smoke it certainly smells better than if you smoke it i can tell you that but if you're over the age of 21 and you do why don't you check out mypod.com they got great pull which is very important if you do vape you know that that's the reason people stay with cigarettes because they want those throat hits that's how i've heard it been put they got great flavors and the devices have a nice feel to them, I must say. Uh, uh, the comfort of sucking a nicotine thumb is how I would describe it. It's a lot of a world fixation to me. And over the years, I've just been putting longer and fatter and rounder objects into my mouth. It's nice to have a smaller one once in a while. That's all I'm trying to say. So for all you vapors out there, I want to tell you about the products at MyPod.com. Because if you do use vapes, you're going to love them. The new MyPod 2.0 is the best refillable vape on the market today. Vapors can refill with any vape juice flavor they prefer. I mean, pretty much any of them do that. But the design is like you're smoking out of a little iPod. MyPod has a wide variety of disposable vapes available on mymypod.com, including top-selling brands like Vaporlax, Draco, Hyde, and Airbar. I think fans of disposables will be particularly into the new Draco disposable vape, which lasts for 6,500 puffs. Really? 6,500 puffs? All right. Uh, for those of you that like flavors, my pod, which like, what do you, what do you mean those of you like flavors? That's why I, I get like a pineapple flavor, okay? Those aren't for children, those flavors. I know they say they're for children. They're for me. I like a nice fruity breakfast cereal flavor. Lastly, MyPod has fast shipping with most orders shipping out the same day. So if you vape or used to smoke and vape, you'll love MyPod. And please support the sponsor that supports our show by going to MyPod, M-I-P-O-D.com, and use promo code KURT, that's my name, K-U-R-T, and get 20% off. Once again, that's MyPod.com, promo code KURT, and get 20% off. Now let's get back to the show. But here's how low self-esteem that I was. You know, he was always yelling at me about that, how sick he was in my fucking low self-esteem. And I wouldn't, like, my old thing is, like, I would just be like, I, I'm not, I'm trying to not be having ego to, you know. But what, like, 
I didn't get what that does because mm-hmm. like, you know, when people, you know, you have a lot of power or whatever people would say it to you, like, it's your fault because you're a man and and all that bullshit, but you don't realize, like, I didn't realize the amount of power that I had at all. And, and in fact, that has led me to all kinds of things because I'm not understanding how people look at, might be looking at me when I'm like, why I'm not like, you can't, you, you can't believe how people are already maybe looking at you with very little going on. You know what I mean? Like, and most people don't want to be like arrogant or whatever, but if you get in a thing where you're going to be in the business, you suddenly have to become aware of it mm-hmm. and operate accordingly. You know, like, like, so, and I don't know if you, I don't know, I, I didn't know how to do anything, you know, but I didn't believe, so he basically alienated that whole writer's room. He wouldn't show them his stuff. They want to know what you're going to say, you know? And he goes, I don't want to talk to any of your smarmy white writers. Just send Kurt to my room. Mm-hmm. So we worked 12 hour days and I went to Patrice's room and they were all like, oh man, you got to do a lot of work. But I, I really wanted to hang out with Patrice. So I, it, it was actually like, I couldn't wait to go there. And he was, t- and so he made it, he made this whole thing specifically because on the phone he didn't like that i sounded scared about them whatever shit i had with like my career it made him mad so he fucking just to show me that you can do that he did that and i didn't understand it was for my benefit i had to ask the other dude that was there because i was like really and it was just it made him so mad to see anyone have that fucking fear and that you table can you shit in the, the table's like a a, a, the wild beast of revelations asshole that's what this fucking table is you can eat shit out of its asshole and and they don't like people don't want to see that <laughs> and um he talked to me two hours and i was like and i and then i didn't really give a shit you know i i worked for all kind of roasts but i had no more ambition of like i wanted to be on the comedy central roast of something because of how he made it seem to me like he ruined a lot of stuff for me actually <laughs> He uh, was always super uh, realistic about shit, and that's what people didn't like about him. Well, like, also, okay, yeah, I you're mean, going fair, into look, the Valley of the Beast. You're not going to like it. In fairness to people, you would have to spend a good five minutes of him telling you how you said hello wrong to him to talk to him. But I yeah. like doing that. Like, I, I don't know. I'm, it depends what kind of background you come from, and that's the bottom line. And I'm in like a... How, I'm almost like comforted by abuse or something like someone showing anger that oh, you're like, Italian. What's that? <laughs> Wait, what'd you say? You're Italian. <laughs> yeah. I'm from Cleveland. Yeah. My mom. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's hilarious. Yes. That's a, yes. So I do Jimmy door show. Jimmy's like, I, I love he's Jimmy door. <laughs> yeah. And I, I mean, every angry he has, like, I relate to, it's funny. Like I think about my own anger things. If I'll see him be, and it's a, and I, cause I get it. And he's, I've never seen him mad about something that I didn't understand why he was mad about it. And it, it like made me think about how I, cause the thing is, you don't know, like he does not, he doesn't like fucking say some kind of cancel shit to, but if he's just upset at, at someone, okay. With no extra thing. It's like, you're like, oh, I love Jimmy Dore. Yeah, people love you. And then now uh, that's a power. And you're just thinking of yourself as yourself. And you're not understanding like there. I didn't understand any of this until like I blundered through a lot of it. You know, like I'm like, well, why would you fucking give a shit about a basic cable writer? But then so with Patrice, same thing. He was into being like honest or whatever. And like some people would harbor that forever. And it would it's almost like hitting hearing like truth 
and now society's like this. All society, it's toxic to be like that. It's toxic yeah. to be just honest. Yeah, well, no, nobody can take, let's see. And that's the thing is, is I, I think the, we were talking earlier about the legitimacy of people like on YouTube and otherwise, it's like you don't feel like they're being disingenuous or anything. When someone's telling you something that doesn't make you happy, but that little part in the back of your brain knows they're not making something up. They're not lying to you about it. And you can say, oh, I mean, and, and that's that's one of the things, you, and that like Sinatra was talking about with telling when somebody's being uh, like a liar or something or not being genuine, is that someone who's always trying to make you happy, they're holding something back. Yes, yeah. of course. Because these life, life is not all rainbows and sunshine. There, there's, there's, there's hardship to an edge to it. And so when somebody like Patrice comes along and says something. Well, what you just said, you dude, yeah. that Patrice was, see, that's the funny thing. The irony is Patrice was the rainbows and sunshine. These people that live that way never have rainbows and sunshine. They have an endless anxiety in their gut mm-hmm. and a fear of a loss of face and status, which is, by the way, another major Asian thing is loss of face. Oh, yeah. And that's not just like stupid, like my honor. It's like your fucking place in society. Like it's a whole it's it kind of gets watered down here when they translate into video. Games, social you know credit I mean. score. Yeah. yeah, that's like and so that like the thing is, you and, the, and once you kind of see how this shit is like this is what Jimmy said to me, but makes me laugh. Is like once you see it, you can't unsee it. Mm-hmm. So so especially girls. So I'm a low self esteem. You know, I had to like figure we're not girls extra. You just heard her tell you how low self esteem. And so she's going to be invested in not seeing shit like how I used to work in recycling and it, I knew it was bullshit for many years. It was an Italian money making scheme for the most part, but <laughs> and it pollutes more than throwing the shit away. And and also I found this out a couple of years ago. It was invented by the plastics industry <laughs> recycling. Sure. Oh, yeah. They save, knew, save money on their stock. Yeah. No, dude, they knew. So people used to not throw their bottles out because they were good quality. And around that time when they started making stuff to break, they got that bright idea. You know, they're like they made shitty plastics. So you throw it out and buy more plastic. Then they found out in the 60s. they're like, Oh, petroleum's not sustainable, which, by the way, think about that. How early to know that this party is going to be over in the fucking 60s. And they go, well, what are we going to do to save our business? This is how far ahead a conglomerate will think, like that far ahead. And so remember the Iron Eyes Cody crying? Uh, oh, yeah. That's from, the, that's from the petroleum industry and plastic industry. That's when. You know, he wasn't even Indian. He was Italian. I think he was. I think I thought. No, he was Italian. His name was Oscar. Yeah. I always used to love that fact, but that may not be true. But um, um, mm. wait, wait. But so try telling a dude all my life. Try telling a girl the truth about recycling, a girl who recycles mm. and, and watch her like, what did you just, fu-? you might as well be <laughs> like, she's a old Italian Catholic grandma. And you said you got molested at the church. Like we won't hear of this, <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. You're not allowed to talk about. And stuff so like Lily's saying she comes from, so she's from Sikhs. She's got that kind mm-hmm. of pressure on her. And mm-hmm. she has placed an almost spiritual thing on the table. Like that's heaven on fucking earth. That's like, mm. do you understand? So, you're, you're starting I, to make me feel sorry for her. Like after our, yeah, after our watch last night, I, she came across and I, as such a, a sort of a self-centered, uh, the, yeah, the, complaints of that she, the complaints that she had were, were completely minuscule and bizarre. They're the complaints of someone yeah. that never hears anything honest from anyone ever. Mm. And, and even her parents who are proud of her. And I believe that's true that they are because she got on TV and like, Hey, like turns out you don't have to be a poor person. Like even that, they were lying to her whole life 
about you got to be this and that. You know, like, what, yeah. yeah, I wonder what actual success looks like. And I'm not talking about Lily's thing specifically, just that kind of mindset. Like, is there ever, is there ever a point at which you can be content? Dude, one time when I went to England, like my first night there in London, I, and I think I even like almost bombed on the show. And then this Nigerian model took me home and bang, it was fucking unbelievable. And she drove everywhere to meet me to like fuck me in each town. And I would bomb in those shows. I mean, there you go. I was pretty content with that. It was pretty cool. <laughs> I still bring it up sucks, to this though. day. Huh? I, it's I, the food, dude, everywhere you go, the, just so you know, there's no such thing as a non. You just go to whatever Applebee's you like. I, I, in China, I didn't even get Chinese food. I had hot pot a couple of times, but mostly I just had actually quite high quality American food. Like, <laughs> that's all I had. <laughs> I was trying to find Chinese shit. Uh, uh, UK is like you. Re- that's where you meet the British people that don't travel, and you get what what a lot of where America is coming from. You're like, oh, that's why we're like that. Like, there's a lot of that. Yeah, and there's a lot of um. But I will say, I like um. I don't know. There's like a lot of comics I like there, and I, I kind of what I like about Canada. There's a certain amount of attention span extra, maybe than America. You know, like more of like a hear you out before. Because I got a lot of jokes that you got to listen to because I'm going to start them in a way where like, because he's going to say something bad and I'm not. But if you're like <laughs> drunk, not listening and you tuned out, you're like, what? You know, like, like, and I don't know now. I mean, this is over the years, so maybe it's all evened out attention span. But um, yeah, anyway, that's a it, that's a whole, whole uh, I, I do have sympathy if when you see somebody's cage that they're in mm-hmm. and like no one will help them. Like, yeah. And that's the thing is Patrice was not really a mean guy at all. It was like it burdened him to watch somebody's shit that he could tell what they were about. And like no one's telling them like, a you know, toilet paper on your shoe. They just got if you were phony or you're trying to mean. But if you're trying to maintain a thing, mm-hmm. you could no. not do it around him. That's the cruelty. And that's the thing that it's sad. And it, I don't think genetics, I think society does them here. Of they have to be thought of good. So that's why your female Ghostbusters suck because rather than being like a, a lecherous con man and an idiot and uh, <laughs> a, like a almost yeah. right, who they get all oh, these, these great Mulan women that are just waiting for a chance and they finally got it. It hasn't been fair the whole time. Like I could have wrote that funny shit that I would made like Meg McCarthy plays a great female piece of shit and they had all the tools there to do it, but they got to have this stupid fucking. Um, a gay man's idealized concept of what women are thing. I don't know why. Well, so does it have to be, because I, I always hear the, the complaint that uh, uh, female comedians are only successful because they basically do the act that men would do. Like they act like men on the stage rather than uh, you expect women to do. Dude, uh, like, I don't even understand. Here's a, I'll tell you the ultimate bad question, but you don't see as much because I guess it's been settled science now, but, it was nonstop. Are women funny? People are, like, are women funny? Oh, yeah. And I and I'm I, and I mean, it literally f- seizes my brain. Are women fat? What? Are they fat? Yes or no? Are women fat? Why? How could I answer that? Like, yeah. wh- I don't know all the women. Like, right. how, what do I know? A woman who's funny? Uh, yes, I do. How would that mean women are funny? Either way. So there's a fake solidarity bullshit thing that gets sold because mm. that's how they sell you shit. Yeah. And then there's a guilt and, and the little genetic component is like that thing where, you know, the, the babies come out, it's preying on like the good thing of women. That's natural. 
to be like, oh, oh, before I try to, you know, fix this stupid thing, like I, I, I can see how you feel. Like that instinct, it's all preying on that all the time. Mm. So then you have to sit there and go like, yeah, no, that, that guy. And I'm saying, you know, I'm happy for him. That's one of the things. That's one of the things. Sure. My uh, my bingo card for these things is is they, if, if the speaker decides to collectivize their own demographic and speak as though they're yes. representative, speak as a representative of the whole thing, or say that this, that, and the other affects everybody. Yeah, and, you're like a trustee. I'm a trustee yeah, at the prison. Yeah, you, you you've elevated yourself to some kind of like avatar for an entire swath of the population that you have no relation to otherwise, except for your your bio, biology slightly. So yeah. Dude, that Mulan thing, which I maybe weren't on air when I was asking if you knew about it, was no. So do you saw the Hunter Biden laptop has now verified oh, yeah. the misinformation in Russia one? It's news but, we weren't allowed to talk about till after the election. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'm not talking about any of the money or even the smoking crack thing. This is the thing that fascinates me with it, where I'm like, where I find it eerie that it's not being news is because I saw that we watched the video when we were making the French bread to just see what like was in it. And so we could have him describe and getting a foot job from Mulan. That's Mulan from the live action. The new, the new one, the one that was stupid about the girl who just got so much G. Yeah. It's her smoking crack with him and giving him a full fucking foot job while, while MTV's ridiculousness plays in the background. Okay. All those details are so, I, I want to know if they're all confirmed. First of all, like, Imagine that you're the top actress of fucking Disney Mulan and you got to give Hunter Biden a foot job. It's, they don't smoke crack in China. That's for Hunter's benefit. That's like a honey yeah. trap fucking thing. Yeah. Do we, do and, we know, do we know when that foot job took place in relation to when the movie came out? That's the was, thing, dude. I, yeah. I, that's what I want to know. Yeah. So, so, and every country does this. I told you that was in uh, the dictator. Sasha's movie where, where uh, like, you know, that's the thing that all the whole rumor was with uh, Nicole Kidman and Gwyneth Paltrow was like, they fucking blew Harvey and shit. And they're like, if you're mm-hmm. nice to Harvey, he's nice to you. Like, the reason there's a culture of that is there's people who are willing to do that. And it creates a thing of like, oh, this is what's done. Like, what are you not going to? And then you have all these people that are like, of course, I'm going to do the thing we're all doing. I can't not be at the table. Well, everyone's blowing me under the table. Oh, well, if that's what it is. Hey, Sinatra, do you remember the name of the uh, politician that had like the uh, the Chinese spy that he was banging? Oh, Swallow. Oh, yeah, Swallow. That's right. Swallow. <laughs> swallow. What? Eric Swalwell was fucking a literal Chinese spy. Swalwell. Yeah, sorry. It's not Who's Swallow. It's sitting U.S. Uh, he's a sitting U.S. senator. I mean, isn't Mitch McConnell married to one or am I not supposed to say that? Yeah. So, uh, if you go to China, I, I want to get these guys on that have a channel about they used to live in China. Mm-hmm. I like, and it's they're interesting because they know a lot of shit you wouldn't know about from China. That's like, but um, they tried to do honey traps on them at one point because they had just a YouTube talking about something, and it's mm-hmm. it's like a you know I'm sure it's some shit of like you owe taxes or something or like some people mm-hmm. just do it patriotically. I doubt that Mulan really is a big crack person and foot. Yeah, probably person. not. Yeah, it's just it's so incestuous to think that. Disney is literally in bed with the what Biden think, family. Oh, uh, well, it's not Disney has a business interest in it, but see that part's like Mulan's giving him a foot shot. Like that's amazing. That's not bigger, but that's like a government, an obvious like. I'm sure it happens I, all the time. I've never dude. heard of that, by the way. This is well, the first time I'm hearing about that, and I live Mulan. in this sphere. Yeah, doesn't I know? Doesn't isn't it eerie? It is. <laughs> I, it, like you're like oh, that's a thing that. Because 
you know, or it's like, I don't think this is being hidden, but nobody talked about like, you know, Harvey Weinstein's dick fell off. And at trial, they're talking about how he has no dick and that's just buried. Like, I was like, wait, his dick fell off? Like, I remember first hearing about she thought he was intersex at first. The, the, and uh, it's he from diabetes. What? I thought he shot coke in his dick, but no, it's some diabetes. If you like, wait, 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 wait. Diabetes rotted off Harvey Weinstein's dick. Yep. So I, the testimony yeah, I, about I what that one. Yeah. Do you know what he's convicted of, by the way? Because nobody specifically. Mm-hmm. I, I thought it was I thought it was sexual assault. I thought it was sexual assault. Am I wrong? Um, I think so. But the testimony, because okay. I read that's why I saw the missing dick thing. I was like, how mm-hmm. is he without a dick? Well, I don't understand how any of this works. Um, I re- honestly, I have no idea. Um, but his dick fell off, just so you know. I mean, <laughs> okay. that, that plus time serves. Mm-hmm. I got like dead Kennedy's going to my mind. Right? Oh, no, no, it's it like, no, no, it's love, um, love, love missile or um, king missile. King, king, king missile. Sorry. God, I didn't get my bands all mixed up. Yeah, king missile. King Guy's missile detachable penis. To do an open mic, by the way. Yeah. Anyway, um, uh, I had another video. Oh, okay. You guys had never seen this. Uh, I saw it in like 2016 and it was like going around the internet and it uh, was Vladimir Putin's birthday party. Oh yeah. So on, on uh, who is America, Sasha had a billionaire character and the bit was we'd ask celebrities to like be at some dictator's birthday. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> I think they asked Mickey Rourke, we didn't use Mickey Rourke's one, but they asked him if he would come to Bashar al-Assad's son's 18th birthday and he was yeah. going to lose his virginity to oh, what was the model? He had a model's name. Does somebody read? And he just wants you to be standing in the background saying, Good job, you know, keep it up. <laughs> like, uh, Thumbs up uh, from Mickey Rourke on losing your virginity, huh? Yeah. And, hey. and the thing is, funny is they're all going to take the work. And I, I, you know, you hear from time to time they went and entertained a dictator. They're all going to go to Saudi Arabia. Like, yeah. Um, okay. So play the, so this is, okay. So now this is from the latest Fresh Press because it's a long number. Putin, you could, I think you can find it. So just to say what this is, so in, in this new fresh uh, prez, uh, Biden tries to assemble kind of the Avengers to handle it of celebrities. And um, there's a whole opening and whatever, I'm skipping it. I just want to get to the Putin because we had it where Biden's giving them a briefing on uh, their target, okay? So okay. we use this footage for it. Peter Nielsen. He's got, he's got a cock that can make a grown rapper cry. Oh, hey, what's up? <laughs> oh, hi, Pete. How's Kimberly? I haven't gotten a call from her in a while, man. Okay, let's look at the big screen. This is Dracula Poontang. He, not, not, not Poontang. The Russia guy. The evil criminal mastermind with the voice of an angel. I feel you part of me still. Oh, Kevin Costner. Attack the sovereign Haitian of Ukrainian. Oh, Here's yeah. Vice Koala <laughs> Principal Harlep to break it down for y'all. 
Hi, it's Kamala Harris. How you doing? Hey, girl. So Ukraine is a country in Europe. It exists next to another country called Russia. Russia is a bigger country. Russia decided to invade a smaller country called Ukraine. So basically that's wrong. Okay, team, I'll let you get to work. Try to have it solved by the end of the weekend. Wait, sir, what's the plan? (laughs) I just told you the plan. Fix it. Get it done. So the plan is there's no plan. Sir, you built a secret bunker, gathered people with very... Press pause, press pause. Just skip. So (laughs) I don't want to play. It's it's all people watch, but I do want to show you this one part because it's the part I love the most. Um, Go towards the where... um, Okay, go back a little. Go go back. So basically, Ben Ben Ben, uh, Shapiro is the butler. You know, we want to make it like the funny foil to Biden, and and, um, he does that impression. Go back a little bit. Go back, go back, go back, go back. So basically... He tells Fauci to get the fuck out, and Fauci leaves boosters and a banana peel, and then Ben has a transfer made. Okay, cut. I've got a, a banana, and I want to dispose of the peel. Straw on the floor. Well, but th- that could be dangerous because the peel is the slipperiness of the peel. Put the box on the ground and get the fuck out of here. <laughs> guy's a piece <laughs> of shit. Doesn't even know what, what we're on now. Okay, I'll, I'll just put them both down here next to each other. Tell it walking, pal. I, I just don't know my purpose anymore. With all due respect, sir, I am the butler, not a costumed hero. What am I doing here? You're here for luck, Benefer. All right, everyone gather around and rub Benefer's frisbee hat. Absolutely not. I am leaving. This whole thing is 100% bonkers. None of you are qualified to work at a Burger King, let alone save the world. Sweetheart, look out for the banana. Benefer, look out. Banana peel. Your engagement with the banana is imminent. So if you'll excuse me, I have to go back to a guy. Jesus, holy Mary, the mother of God. Oh my God, my eye. Ow, my other eye. Did we not all see that coming? Oh, dude. I'm fine, it's fine, I'm fine, I feel fine. Are you okay, dude? Stop assuming my gender. Oh my God. Oh, no. Why is whole team white? Make woke angry. <laughs> Whoa, he just turned into like a woke Hulk or something. That was fucking crazy. Let's start off to a shit start. Fucking okay. Guy slips on a banana and turns into a complaint. Watch, Kyle does God. Tucker now. Are we getting paid for this? <laughs> this is the whole high. This Why is the whole. In store, no wear mask. Make woke angry. Why is Ruth Bader still dead? Stop being fatphobic. That is Ben Shapiro. Now he's a woke Hulk? Why is that? Is that what too many boosters does to you? Why does it do that? I would have liked to have known. I think the American people would have liked to have known. Well, we didn't know. And where is woke Hulk now? Should we know where he is? (laughs) <laughs> he has to walk <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, there he is. He's hitchhiking. That's weird. Couldn't he take an Uber? It's like $10. Does he not have $10? And why did Ben's shirt rip when he transformed? Did he get any bigger? He didn't look any bigger. And why did his yarmulke rip? That was on the top of his head. Does that make any sense? And why did I stop wearing bow ties? 
is because it made me look like a time-traveling pedophile? Are bow ties just for lesbians now? Why is that? What is happening? That's <laughs> hilarious. So we wanted to have... So, okay, here's what the initial story was going to be, but we, we took too long, and it was it was all about boosters. And basically, Biden was forcing Ben to get a... Because, you know, the mandate failed for boosters, and they were making Ben get another booster. And Ben's like, I don't understand. I'm fully vaccinated. Why do I need a booster? And, uh, and he's like, why is Hunter... And Hunter was giving it to him. Oh, and uh, yeah, he goes, don't worry. My boy Hunter, he knows his way around. And, you know, <laughs> he, goes, he got a summer job with Dr. Fauci teaching moral responsibility. And, and then uh, and then fucking Hunter's like, don't worry, Ben. He goes, he goes, you got nice veins, by the way. <laughs> and, um, and then they he injects Ben when he's not looking. And then that's what and basically Hunter, he ben, he loves Ben and he knows Ben hates needles. So he decided to give Ben 17 boosters at once. <laughs> So he wouldn't have to keep getting needles. And so that they transforms into woke Hulk and freaks out. And then it was going to be that Caitlyn Jenner is brought in uh, and they give her the same. It was like Captain America or something. They give her the 17 boosters and she turns back into a man and then beats the shit out of him. <laughs> that was going to be the, the end. She just comes out as Bruce Jenner and just fucks. And we had a puppet that was going to be Benjamin. And then he thanks her at the end. <laughs> that's hilarious. I love it. Like, what could he turn into that's like, the ultimate opposite, you know, like yeah. Bruce Banner <laughs> and the whole hate each other. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Guys, let's take a break to talk about our good pals at rockauto.com, the online store with every auto part at the best prices, your one-stop shop for everything auto. Been in business for 20 years. They make it easy. They got the best prices. You don't have to talk to some guy with his ass crack hanging out or whatever goes on. You know, you're trying to get service. This guy won't come out because he started a fight club in the back. And, you know, they think it's cool not to give great customer service. You know how it is out there. It's crazy. At rockauto.com, you can find everything you need, whether you're a mechanic, an auto shop, or working on your own car. We're doing weird artistic sculptures with auto parts. I don't know what you're into. I do know everyone has access to the same great prices at rockauto.com. So if you're a car guy, or lady, right now go to rockauto.com and check out all the parts available for your car. You're going to have so much fun looking at car parts. You're going to want to call my other sponsor, Blue Chew, so you can get a harder erection over it. Once more, go to rockauto.com. No promo code needed as their pricing is already that good. And when you order, make sure to tell rockauto.com that you heard about them on Can't Get Right with Kurt Metzger. But don't mention the uh, Blue Chew part. I don't know if I'm allowed to bring that up in another thing. Just keep that between us. But mention my name, rockauto.com. All right, back to the show. Um, anyway, oh, before we go, that flew by talking to you guys. Uh, thanks for coming on, by the way. Oh, um, sure. Thank you for having me. Um, um, so I'm deadly. I, I, I'm so curious to know. Do you know Sitchin Adam? You ever watch them? Who? Oh, uh, yeah, I, I, I've heard of them. So, so I, oh. I had them on and I will go on there sometimes. And like, so, you know, they, they watch other people's like, I like those guys, but um, they always have a thing like with Jim, like they always ask me a question about Jimmy. Cause they're like, you know, when I first was on, they were like calling him Venezuela, Jimmy, you know, like, uh, you know, stuff that's like, what is left wing? Now, by the way, I, I'm non-binary politically. I'm not, I don't have any fucking thing. <laughs> Um, but the last thing I got, and I, I, I've been busy, so I haven't gotten like back, but they're like, uh, it was about Jimmy's takes on Ukraine. 
this whole thing about his bad takes, he's basically Jimmy's always anti-war. So um, like, honest to God, like your first thing of, of how you think about it, like, are you on the end of putting a flag on your, on your Twitter for Ukraine or like, how do you, I'm, I'm genuinely curious because it seems bizarre to me. Like in that thing, Kyle made, made the joke up of, of like, it was first as black guys matter. Then it was boosters. Now it's Ukraine. You know, like mm-hmm. that's what it seems like to me. And dude, I, a bunch of people are like Putin, Hitler, whatever. I don't think Putin's good, but I'm just curious. Like I, I, I really, um, I've heard every, every different kind of thing. I, I generally speaking, I don't put up any kind of like virtue signaling for the latest craze or fad or whatever, because, uh, yeah, no, just how do you feel about it? Oh, right. Oh, right. How, how do I feel about Ukraine? I mean, you, the, like, Oh, people doing that. Do you see? No, you like you guys, like what do you, so I'll give you an example. They had okay. took exception to Jimmy bringing up the Nazi that, that we gave guns to there. They're like, that's not, that's like a fucking overblown. That's a Russian talking point. That's what Bill mm-hmm. Moore said on a, he had yeah. this great thing he said, and at the end he goes, what are you doing, Russian? If you make a point that something's somebody bad's talking points, I got news for you. If you suck, it's going to be the talking points of your enemies. That's just how that works. Mm-hmm. So that's not a valid criticism on any level that I should. Well, it, the amount of Ukrainian Nazis is probably equal to the amount of actual Nazis in America. And if we ever got invaded and started fighting back, they'd go, American Nazis are fighting against the freedom fighters from Russia or whatever. It's ridiculous. These people well, are fighting for their homeland. Dude, I would accept the help of actual Nazis if that were the case. Well, that's the thing. It's hilarious. Like, certainly Ukraine would. It's it's because they would take the argument. Because I, I, I would, would read through their arguments. Bad taste, like, they're not all Nazis. Zelensky's a Jew. Like, nobody's saying they're all Nazis. It's just, it's a big tent. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and my friend, uh, this guy, V, who I like a lot, he has a channel on YouTube. Yes, too. Monroe. I know V. Yeah, yeah, he's a fucking smart guy. I like that guy. Oh yeah, he is. And it's funny because if you talk to people in Europe, because they all, a bunch of you know, a bunch of them are like don't like Russia. You know, if they're more towards geared toward the Western end, it really is like a very civil thing. And he and they all go, well, you go to you go to war with the army you got, not the army you want. Now, yeah. I, yep. whatever, I I find that hilarious if you think about the amount of not because here's why, I. I kind of doubted Jimmy talking about them. When I, I kind of was like, they can't be that Nazis. But here's what I suggest you do is look up all the reports on it from just a year or two ago, mm-hmm. just a year or two, not what any fringe fucking media, just the actual regular news, the shit that they will say about how dangerous it is. And it's, I don't know which one is lying, the later news or the earlier news from a year ago, but it's shocking. Dude, it scares me to watch it. And I go, dude, you just said, because when the Tiki torch was happening, their brothers in Ukraine were also having a march and their march went way better for them. But well, it's just it, how we arm out. Look, I saw Rambo three, right? We, we, we helped. We gave Rambo gave that kid that knife at the end. And then he later hijacked the plane with it. And it is what it is. But that's how I think it was like, yeah, we're any unsavory. We're given ISIS and Al Qaeda guns now. Like we're, they're our friends now, by the way. Did you know that? They're helping us out in Syria. So sure. why wouldn't we be arming fucking Nazis? I'm just shocked at the people, especially if you're a Democrat, who have been so... Basically, we're calling those truckers Nazis. Fucking Trevor Noah goes, if there's even one Nazi flag at your rally, the whole thing is tainted by Nazis. Even one, even if it's somebody faking it, oh, yeah. it's still tainted. Well, so, yeah. yeah. Well, so, the, I mean, the, 
what, what do we see over the last four or five years specifically is the um, uh, polarization of the news and the argument. There's either a good side or a bad side. Which is it? And if you're not on that side, you're the bad guy. If you say anything that would be supportive or be implicatively supportive of Trump, you're a Trump supporter. If you agree that the, the sky is blue on the same day that he does, you're a Trump supporter. And it's it's a useful tool to move along legislation and money and everything else without any resistance, any question, because doubt is one of the worst sins you can commit when they've decided on what the narrative is. Ukraine good, Russia bad, there is no in-between, and to say otherwise doesn't allow us to do whatever we need to do to get the money and the forces. Well, dude, and the you know what it clout. is, right? It, it's just what we were talking about with Lily saying. It's like, what's well, how do you know? What's the difference between the the evil side of history and I guess the lesser of two evil side yeah. of history you're shooting yeah. for? Yeah. Um, the difference is being at the table. That's the side of good. Who are the people at the table? Do you Lily like I, I, I have a crazy thing in my head of corkboard and yarn tying all these together <laughs> like mm -hmm, sure uh it's the thing of being at the table because i'm like well where's this line of good and evil i know that but like what is it and i think now i 100 percent like i said i don't i i, I won't pick a, a side or a fucking ism where i'm like right. i don't want to hear about anybody's out of the box thing that's the answer ever again in my life like i had that growing up it was like <sighs> joe's solution to everything yeah, it's not just a thing that can help you; it's the solution to fucking everything, and everybody does that. And it's the same as are women funny? You're like, what are you talking? What is this like? It's like everybody needs to be locked into a system and emotionally programmed that, like, okay, I know what the good team is, and it just mm -hmm. so happens to cut along the lines of who's at that big table. You, where do you want to land? I heard somebody yeah. that one time about Coleman Hughes. Yeah. Where, where yeah. do you want to land that that's that's the i mean that's one of the driving points of least the stuff that i do on my channel is is that i, I watch these tedx things uh and, and other things that aren't tedx but are similar because you have people who are comporting themselves to be the experts the leaders the people in charge of things and oftentimes we just let that just wash over our our minds without thinking too much instead you have to actually listen to what they're saying think critically. I don't care if people agree with me on my channel. I just want people to be able to stop and say, okay, just because someone has the phrase doctor in front of their name doesn't mean you just give them a pass. Well, I like, that's why I like about your channel, dude, is like, it's not a thing. Like it sounds like somebody who used to like Ted talks suddenly being like, what the fuck? Like oh, yeah. it's as entertaining as a watching those guys talk about the, who's the red letter media guy. Like when they, Oh, Mike and Jay Star and those Trek. guys. Yeah. Yeah. And their thing is like, I really couldn't tell you what any of their politics are, which suits me just fine. Yeah. And and you, they're like huge fans. I, I've seen them always have like a really good commentary. You know, the Ghostbusters 2016 thing, this is before I knew about how internet shit worked, but mm -hmm. you know, the you take the one negative comment, they actually broke down the percentage of what comments were negative and it turned out Sony was deleting the ones that were valid yes. criticism. Yep. And, and I, I wonder if people are catching on yet, like, you know, like, the trucker protest to me is like, well, I guess unless you got no news about it, but what I found amazing is how threatening that was a nonviolent protest that it mm -hmm. really is true. That's the one thing that they fucking can't fucking handle. If you're burning shit down, you're like, what did we get from defund? You, the only thing now that's going to get funded will be police, probably secret police. Mm -hmm. That's it. Mm -hmm. yep. That's where we ended up. Not even like, 
Yeah, we don't have time. We have to get uh, guidance counselors for Ukraine to help them out with their fucking border problems. Right. And, and we, here's what shocks me is like when somebody has emotional about it, that's not Ukrainian. I mean, I my friend's uh, wife is Ukraine. So, OK, that, I, that makes sense to me. Right. But people that are emotional, like oh, Putin, like, well, you're just some average Joe here that would be concerned about how bad Putin is. And I'm like, you must be fucking doing great. You must be sitting at the table to actually be able to sit and consider the evils of Putin because a whole bunch of people have to consider the evils of their own areas that they live in because <laughs> it's affecting them. And like, I, that's, that's my thing. Like, I think what Putin did is terrible. I think he's so bad. The thing is when I think of all these bad, bad things he's done, I struggle to find one that we didn't match him for a hundred times oh, yeah. over that I know of personally. Well, what, what, what is, what is mechanically the difference between what, and again, just, just to pre, preamble this, because I know how it could be taken. This isn't an endorsement of Putin, because you have to do that now. I put it like this trigger warning. Oh, well, I'm voting for Putin. I'm sorry, I should have yeah, said okay, that yeah. before you got, yeah. link, before you linked your name to it. I okay, 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 okay. I just want to make sure. Just make sure. Uh, <laughs> you heard him say. <laughs> yeah, but, but, but mechanically speaking, what is difference between what Putin is doing in Ukraine and what we did in Iraq? We came exactly. up with we came up with a a very thin, very made up excuse to go into Iraq. Oh, WMD. So our and also w- the Bath Party were basically Nazis. I don't know if you remember that. Oh, story. you know, I heard that too. I heard that too. Yeah, yeah. The WMD uh, for us is Nazification for Russia. Hey, they're going and we're going we're going in for oil. Or we're not going in for oil. We're going in for freedom, and we're going to make the whole thing a mess. Yeah. So yeah, our, our sins as a country are not all that much different from anything, but this is the thing. This is the thing that people don't seem to understand. This is the pragmatic reality of statecraft. This is the pragmatic reality of global politics is that sometimes there is no other option than to do something horrible. And the only thing you can do to try to rationalize it in your own mind is to make up a story where you're the hero and they're the bad guy. And that's what's going on in Russia right now. The same thing. They got to get all their media on it. Like we're going into Ukraine to stop the Nazis well, because know, we can't, ra- yeah, we can't make up a story. With sure, the bad guys. This is the other thing. This is the other thing that scares me is I, I watched a bunch of different stuff on, I, I always watch this guy, John Mearsheimer, who does these lectures. I was watching for like a while. So that was mm-hmm. kind of mo- probably where I was, getting most of the information about it. Like he's got a bunch of talks on there that just come up in my feed. And he's an interesting guy. And the thing is, if you like start looking into it, as it, as it turns out, there's a lot of shit we don't have to do. It's just that like, I'll give you an example. My buddy who was in the Navy and mm-hmm. was uh, in the, in the war. And I always joke, I went there. I'm like, what are you even doing there? Like you're the exact opposite of what we need in a desert. Like say, bring your flippers back on the boat and go, but what they're doing, I'll tell you what the navies they're doing. They're guarding private pop- property of major corporations is what they're doing. Yeah. And, and him telling me about the people, they're like, what? This is what we do? And their commanders are like, all right, Northrop Grum- Grumman wants us to go to some- they would. That's how they talk. Mm-hmm. Um, th- it doesn't have to be. It only has to be that way if a certain very small amount of people are going to continue, like, forget about just money. They're going to have, like, their, their progeny is the fucking future like your future chelsea clintons who get a million dollar job for no reason or your or mm-hmm. take your fucking pick and they're small they're the chumps compared to the fucking actual people okay and, their tax write-off <laughs> yeah and so like you know every time i didn't it, well here's what sucks about it with jimmy's show is like having to learn about new things and <laughs> like 
I love this guy, Jake Tran on here too. Um, That's the worst feeling. You're way into a point and then it just. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You lose it. Wait, but why was I bringing up Saudi Arabia? I've fucking totally. Oh, the fucking petrodollar. I only yeah. heard of that two years ago. I've never heard of it my whole life until two years ago. Did petrodollar? you ever heard of petrodollar? Oh, yeah. Well, uh, I didn't know what it was. Do you know what it is? What is it? Uh, well, I mean, it's the, isn't it the, um, uh, the, the trading of oil between countries on a yes. sort of a separate market. It's an, it's, it's its own market on the side. Saudi Arabia yeah. has yeah. agreed that they only sell oil for American dollars. So if you want to buy oil, right. which everybody does, That's you what have it was. to change it to American money. Right. And it's such a hassle that they tend to buy all their other needs in American money. It's just handy while you're there making American money. And so it's not that our money is based on nothing. That how, that's partially the house of cards is that that's why that's so, you know, you'll find a lot of coincidence of people going to fuck with the petrodollar and suddenly they got to go countries like it's amazing how they all have that in common. You're like, why do they pick some and not others? But, um, dude, if they so they just were floating that dude's pissed, whatever we fucking criticized him about or MBS or whatever, like yeah, we might go with the yuan, the Chinese yuan instead of the. If that happened, I can't imagine. I can only see World War III happening because I can't imagine that the people in power, are like, oh yeah, well, we're gonna let the dollar collapse and fuck us, and and then it's World yeah. War III, no matter what. That's that, yeah. that's my dumb guy impression of it, but I can't think of another thing that it would be if that were to ever happen. It's probably accurate. That's a scary thing to me. Not the fucking. They, we the, people people don't understand just how tenuous a situation. We no, are constantly under all the time. There was uh, j- just as one sort of anecdotal story during, uh, I, th- I think it was the Cuban Missile Crisis. Uh, there was one submarine officer in a Russian sub. Uh, the captain got some kind of order saying to fire a nuclear torpedo. Right. And the second guy in the sub was like, wait a second. We need to, we need to wait a second because I think that message might be incorrect or might be. Uh, yeah, I remember uh, that story. Yeah. Yeah. And so that one guy stopped world war three because that that russian sub captain was ready to fire that atomic torpedo and that would have you know lit how off many times you think that's probably happened that's just the oh, one dozens, you heard about oh, 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 they're, oh they're recorded there, there's i mean of those that have been declassified there have been dozens and dozens of instances where something happens some mistake in a plane going across a borderline some missile test took place and somebody almost mistook it for an attack this has happened tons of times we have come so hair's breadth of absolute catastrophe so many times and right now we're i mean when this all started somebody described as this is the second cuban missile crisis and they're not wrong if if russia fires one missile that goes into poland i don't even know what happens if somebody makes a mistake in communication or estimation of movement or an explosion somewhere right now it's it's That's scary hilarious. It's, it's like very Cuban missile, tenuous. It's like the Cuban Missile Crisis, but we're like, and Ukraine is also our Cuba, so you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but but so you know the thing you're saying about he's the announcement. I'm sure the Russian press and whatever, like the same version of our TikTokers, are saying that as like a. I'm sure that's a fucking uh, McDonald's price point thing they they promote. But I watched the whole thing of him saying what his thing is. It sounded like that's what his beef was i don't want nato here i don't want you fucking yeah. muscling in on my thing i what i don't get is like the only response here they're like oh so what uh, okay and then because it's not like he it sounds like he's saying it sounds like he's just doing the thing that he said he was going to do and the two arguments are well obviously we're going to expand nato dickhead what are we going to not expand nato and i 
now my guess is why we have to keep expanding it is because of the uh i can't remember the name of the guy who wrote it but he had like musical chairs like you know one we want to sell natural gas to europe but first of all everybody should look think about how does this affect oil first before you even look into any motives of anybody just what what are the pipelines relevant pipelines and what is the fucking share? Because now, did you see the story that we we're going and sucking Venezuela's dick? That's embarrassing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Little I was bit. joking. About, I'm like, imagine you're the, they're like, <laughs> like, hey, hey, Maduro. Like, after all, all that shit. And he's like, I don't want just Juan Guaido. Isn't he the president? I don't even know where the oil is. Like, oh, that, it's like Firefest. It's like the gay guy in Firefest that was going to go suck a dick. We had to send that guy <laughs> to save the company. Yeah, no, Ukraine's got, uh, they just, within the last 10 years or something, they discovered some gigantic oil deposit under Ukraine. The problem is Ukraine doesn't have the infrastructure, the money to extract the oil and gas from the territory they have control over, but Russia mm. does. And so part of it is, you see, uh, and this is interesting, my- Really? My, that's interesting. Yeah, no, seriously, no, I'm, I'm not making this up. And-, and uh, well, thank God we put our bio labs there. <laughs> well, but part of my part right. of my conspiratorial brain is, is that you've got Russia who's, uh, their population's declining. They're not having as many kids as before. Yeah. They're losing prestige uh, bit by bit, year by year. If Ukraine is allowed to become independent, obviously, like so many other places, that encourages other parts of, you know, like when Britain left uh, uh, the EU, the big fear was, oh, well, if Britain does it, then maybe the France will leave yes. or Portugal or something. And so they have to lock up what makes Russia valuable to the rest of the world, and that is oil reserves and power and energy, because that's the only thing going for Russia is the economic benefit of their ability to power Europe. Europe that has depowered themselves in favor of Russian oil. They got rid of, like, I think Germany got rid of all their nuclear power plants. But they this. only did that because they're not that close to China. <laughs> well, there's that too. Yeah. So, yeah, Ukraine, Ukraine represents Russia's ability to lock down their energy uh, monopoly on Europe further into the future That's than right. they would have otherwise. And it also, like you said, it creates a barrier, a buffer between them and NATO, because this is the thing that people don't understand. There's there's individual countries, yeah, like France, Spain, America, etc. But NATO is like this umbrella country, this umbrella agreement. Nobody, I think now mm-hmm. people are catching on to this thing yes. of like, like where it's not. I had um, Leo Kirsch from Lotus Eaters on my mm-hmm. show, and he's a comic over there. And he's like right wing, right? And he's saying mm-hmm. all the free market thing you know all the things and i brought up that surprise billing thing from hospitals that they didn't get rid of they're supposed to you know where you have insurance and then you just get like a ten thousand dollar bill because your doctor went out of network and you get fucked they were trying they were going to stop that and then Mm -hmm. thanks to a bipartisan last minute effort didn't get that one through of course not and i because i brought it because whenever they say that i'm just like okay just what about that and he goes what not healthcare, obviously (laughs) he's a right wing guy there and he was like that's what do you yeah you just have to have health care that's their right wing is that's not even a question that you would have fucking health care or go through any of that. And it's amazing. Like, to me, that's the disconnect of saying the things, the plat. not that I'm against free market, whatever. People say the platitudes and you get into it and you realize they have a completely different idea what any of these fucking words mean. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, somebody's benefiting from that. Like, the, like, you, you know, I have the joke I was made is like Nick DiPaolo. Like, what do you want the government to run your health care? Like, no, I'd like a corporation the size of a small government to run my health care that I, there's no constitution. That I, right. I like that. I prefer that. And then I'd like my insulin to be $3,000 fucking dollars. That, <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, obviously, that's what I'd rather have. 
everybody I'd rather not yeah. have <laughs> i'd rather not have the one good part of cuba <laughs> Yeah, no matter what, this, this is one thing people have to start thinking about. No matter what happens, somebody's making money off it. Whether it's good or it's bad, it's up or it's down, there is a market. So right now, I can't even imagine how many little places, companies, countries, etc., are rushing to fill the gap created by cutting Russia off from the rest of the world. Because the things Russia was doing for people up until all these sanctions, there's a market now. And everybody's going to be eating away at Russia's it's market It's like share. fucking rumble or something. Yeah. Dude, all the countries we canceled are getting together now. I know. That's what that's what our, that's what sanctions are. We 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 mm-hmm. canceling you, Cuba. That's what that is. That's that's why elites love it so much. They love fucking sanctions. And sanctions to me are fucking terrorism because what's the idea? You're going to make the population unhappy and hope that they start a civil war and that's not I mean that's crazy. We starve That's what I said on and- Twitter. Is they're just kind of pressuring the the country into going to war. And their cats and like th- that's the whole like i don't even know how people it's like how they don't know what a no fly zone is like when they ask them you know oh, should we yeah, have, they go, yeah God, that like, is so ridiculous people pushing for that just it's like think about it for a second when you want to shut down the skies over a right now a non-nato country that has no treaty with anybody else it's basically just country all by itself and you want us to basically put russian planes under threat with nato slash uh yeah, we're gonna American shoot military. basically we're war gonna sh- yeah, basically war. It's a, well, not even basically war. It is war. People pushing for this don't under. Like I said, no, they don't. Have a very, have a very it, bad yeah. understanding of just how tenuous the situation we're. Not just now. I mean, now it's especially it's brought to the forefront. But any day of the week prior to this, something could go sideways and everything go off the, off the off the table. And right now, it's yeah. even worse. So yeah, no fly zone is the worst idea. Uh, Ukraine either has to win this war on its own or come to some kind of agreement with with Russia on its own because if we do anything more than i mean we're already i think we're already testing some limits with what we have been doing but anything beyond that and it's going to be a bad it, bad time i swear to god it ties into lily sink because it's the same fucking mm. thing of the buzzword oh no fly zone that's a good thing it means no flies in the zone and what like and you just emotionally we want to help but yeah no fly zone what that's right. not, no fly zone she just did a whole fucking TED talk of those things. Th- those are the little mantras you repeat to to not see the thing. <laughs> like, if it feels good, it, it doesn't it doesn't make any sense rationally if you stop and think about it. But it feels good to say it. It feels like like uh, no fly zone is now the more the most virtuous signal you can throw out there. It's like oh yeah, we must protect Ukraine without thinking about the consequences. It's not black and white. There are so many shades of gray. Yeah. Anyway, I could. Well, I'm not like that's the whole thing, dude. Is like I'm not like I wasn't like let's not go to Iraq when I was in New York and we were all like yeah somebody's got to blow up. That's how everyone whether they said it or not. Very few people. I think Lee Camp was the only guy I knew who was like this is a bad idea, and not maybe not the only one, but most people were like yeah we whatever. And and so I'm not particularly quick on the draw of like seeing through anything. I literally don't understand how at this point anyone. Is even like if you want to talk about how bad Putin is, how do you not immediately go, oh yeah, like that's why we suck? Like how's it? How do you? It's like what you don't look in the mirror and see what you are and go, oh, we should maybe look. No, like the Jordan Peterson thing of make your fucking bed. That's so offensive. The fucking liberals, like I think that should apply to fucking America. Make your bed. You know, there's a tent city outside my fucking house in L.A. and I'm worried about the. Like, are you crazy? Are you like? Oh no, we should be out telling everybody else how to live while while everything goes. In fact, 
That's def- That's why I know the moon landing happened because that's the <laughs> lengths we would go to to not help somebody from here. We're like, we got, you know what? We got to go all the way to the moon. And it's the, per- like, I'm, I'm sure they put all the work in and did that. All right. Well, I don't know where I'm going with this, but uh, <laughs> uh, you guys, are, I, I, I really appreciate you coming on. Uh, I always like talking to you and uh, sure. Sinatra. Check out their channel. Sinatra says, and uh, with Ted Excellence, is it called Ted Excellence? Ted, I like Ted Excellence. Yep. That's what it yeah. is. And uh, that's where you find some fine. <laughs> I, I only came every time I'm like passing through and I see my guy, like, oh, I get subscribe on. Um, all right. And uh, that's uh, the show, I guess. Oh, I'm going to be in uh, Winnipeg probably when this comes out uh, at Rumors the end of uh, March. I don't know. Go to KurtMaskerComedy.com if you're in Winnipeg and uh, come uh, see me on the show, you know. And um, uh, guys, thanks so much. If you got anything to promote, by all means, please do. Uh, just check out my channel. It, all my links there in. Uh, right. Same for myself. I got uh, I got a whole library full of different TEDx and other... I go through all of them, dude. I went through all like the classics. There's a there's something for every one of those TEDx oh, yeah. talks. Oh yeah. And, if, uh, you, if you if you have an well, I mean TEDx in general. If you go to their site, uh, put put in a word of something that you're interested in. Somebody's talking about it, and some of those things I might look at from time to time and take a take yeah. A the crack bingo at them. and the bingo game is fun. You you, mm-hmm. you, you can hit the bingos. It's yep. good to have a game like that you could play. I'm I'm surprised there's not way more viewers. I I, I feel like oh um, I am too. Uh, the whole time I, I should be at 15 million. I should be a Lily Singh numbers. Should be a yeah. <laughs> um. Well, you can always transition, buddy. Um. All right, that's our show, guys. Thanks again, man. I appreciate it. Yep, uh, take uh, care. Come back next week. Because I can't get right.